Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in to our Bible reading podcast. My name's Marika, and today we're going to be starting the book of Colossians, which is pretty exciting. Um, And you know, this book, it was actually a letter written by Paul while he was in prison to the Colossian church. And he wrote this letter to remind them of the amazing hope of the gospel and to, I guess, um, to warn them against false teachings. So um, yeah, we're just going to jump right into Colossians 1. Here we go. Introduction. Dear friends in Colossae, my name is Paul and I have been chosen by Jesus Christ to be his apostle by the calling and destined purpose of God. My colleague Timothy and I send this letter to all the holy believers who have been united to Jesus as beloved followers of the Messiah. May God, our true Father, release upon your lives the riches of his kind favour and heavenly peace through the Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. Paul prays for Colossians. Every time we pray for you, our hearts overflow with thanksgiving to Father God, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. For we have heard of your devoted lives of faith in Christ Jesus and your tender love towards all his holy believers. Your faith and love rise within you as you access all the treasures of your inheritance stored up in the heavenly realm. For the revelation of the true gospel is as real today as the day you first heard of our glorious hope, now that you have believed in the truth of the gospel. This is the wonderful message that is being spread everywhere, powerfully changing hearts throughout the earth, just like it has changed you. Every believer of this good news bears the fruit of eternal life as they experience the reality of God's grace. Our beloved co-worker Epaphras was there from the beginning to truly teach you the astonishing revelations of the gospel, and he serves you faithfully as Christ's representative. He's informed us of the many wonderful ways love is being demonstrated through your lives by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Since we first heard about you, we've kept you always in our prayers that you would receive the perfect knowledge of God's pleasure over your lives, making you reservoirs of every kind of wisdom and spiritual understanding. We pray that you would walk in the ways of true righteousness, pleasing God in every good thing you do. Then you'll become fruit-bearing branches, yielding to his life and maturing in the rich experience of knowing God in his fullness. And we pray that you would be energized with all his explosive power from the realm of his magnificent glory, filling you with great hope. Your hearts can soar with joyful gratitude when you think of how God made you worthy to receive the glorious inheritance freely given to us by the living in the light. He has rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom realm of his beloved Son. For in the Son, all our sins are cancelled. For in the Son, all our sins are cancelled, and we have the release of redemption through his very blood. The Supremacy of Christ. He is the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God and the firstborn heir of all creation. For in him was created the universe of things, both in the heavenly realm and on the earth, all that is seen and all that is unseen. Every seat of power, realm of government, principalities and authority, it all exists through him and for his purpose. 
He existed before anything was made, and now everything finds completion in him. He is the head of his body, which is the church. And since he is the beginning and the firstborn heir in resurrection, he is the most exalted one, holding power first place in everything. For God is satisfied to have all his fullness dwelling in Christ. And by the blood of his cross, everything in heaven and earth is brought back to himself, back to its original intent, restored to innocence again. Made holy through Christ. Even though you were once distant from him, living in the shadows of your evil thoughts and actions, he reconnected you back to himself. He released his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifice of his own body as a sin payment on your behalf so that you would dwell in his presence. And now there is nothing between you and Father God, for he sees you as holy, flawless and restored. If indeed you continue to advance in faith, assured of a firm foundation to grow upon, never be shaken from the hope of the gospel you have believed in. And this is the glorious news I will preach all over the world. I can even celebrate the sorrows I have experienced on your behalf. For as I join with you in your difficulties, it helps you to discover what lacks in your understanding of the suffering Jesus Christ experienced for his body, the church. This is the very reason I've been made a minister, by the authority of God and a servant to his body, so that in his detailed plan, I would fully equip you with the word of God. There is a divine mystery, a secret surprise that has been concealed from the world for generations, but now it's being revealed, unfolded and manifested for every holy believer to experience. Living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. This mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people, and God wants everyone to know it. Christ is our message. We preach to awaken hearts and bring every person to the full understanding of truth. It has become my inspiration and passion in ministry to labor with a tireless intensity, with his power flowing through me, to present to every believer the revelation of being his perfect one in Jesus Christ. Well, there we go, guys. That's Colossians 1 done. And you know what? I loved in verse 13 where it talked about how we've been rescued from darkness and how we can live in the realm of Jesus in his light. And um, it just got me thinking, you know, Jesus has saved me from being condemned to living a life filled with darkness, which is, you know, aka living a life without him. But I often still choose to live in that darkness. You know, you know I give in to temptation and sin instead of living out of the strength that God has available for, for me. And for all you guys too. So today I just want to, like for myself, I want to choose to live in the light of Jesus rather than letting that darkness rule my life. And I want to encourage you guys too. Maybe maybe that's something that you want to try to do today. Maybe that's something that you want to pray about. Or maybe there's something else in this, um, in this chapter for you. You know, there's so much in there. It's such a great chapter. So I just encourage you to sit with God and to um, ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you to your heart and to um, tell you what, what he wants you to action out today. Because it's no use just reading it. It needs to change our lives. And um, I'm just going to pray. Hey, Jesus, we just thank you for the opportunity to read your word. Just thank you that you are good always. We thank you yeah, for, for the sacrifice that you've made for us. And I just pray today that you would speak to us, that you would give us your knowledge of what we need to change in our lives and that you would give us the strength to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. 
Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day. Thank you.